Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ooh, welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water. Do you believe we have a great show for you guys today? We're going to give you our takeaways from the NFL week one, plus a little NBA preview. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. the charity stride pitch of free throws because they're free so 273 coming hot at you guys and so 272 and the lamorne morris re-release that we dropped because congratulations to him and woke and i'm joined on this one by offensive and defensive coordinators nikki snacks Crida and alex tossed me the rock tosopolis and thank god and i felt so right it just felt i felt it's the most normal i've felt in so long this past sunday i just want to say that myself and my two roommates both looked at each other today, and one said, you know, I got a really good night's sleep last night. And then my other mate goes, yeah, me too. And I said, you know what? I had a great night's sleep too. And I think we attribute that to watching football on Sunday and having a nice, relaxing day and putting our mind at <sighs> it was. It felt so – like, like, don't get me wrong. Like the NBA, it just the, – and good for it being high tension. It was just like a lot of like trial and error, a lot of what's going to happen. Is this going to work? Uh, it's the games have been so intense. It's got me a little high strung. It still has that, you know, pandemic feel ditto with baseball. Yeah, there's no fans in the stands, but it really feels like a normal sport is back it's to almost, what it was. It's almost a sigh of relief, though. It's like, mm-hmm. OK, exhale. They got week one on the books. Great. Like it's it's there. It's done. Let's play some football. Yeah, there's no way they were they weren't allowing that to happen. One one player, Raquel Armstead on the uh, Jaguars, he tested positive. That's why he didn't suit up. And I don't even think that was major news. I think people no. kind of just like swept that under the rug. It was like it's the Jags' second string. He's on my back. bench. I mean, that's Is why he? that's why there's the COVID spot, IR spot. Yeah, yeah. And a fantasy. Uh, I, although I, Josh failed to make that spot on our in our league, there's no IR. There's no IR. I'll fix it. Later. There's a there's a COVID yeah in my other league that I'm in. Well, one of my other leagues that I'm in. <laughs> there's a COVID IR spot for any uh, player could, that gets that gets COVID. I can uh, add that. I will say that obviously the NFL being back is amazing, but Sunday was just a great sports day in general because you had 
you had NHL playoffs. Yeah. You had NBA playoffs. Yeah. Which that was a fantastic game between the Clippers and the Nuggets that we'll, pushed it to yeah, Game Seven. We'll, we'll get, get into, into that. that. Yeah. We'll get into that later. The U.S. Open final was being played. That which was, was actually cool. a tremendous match. Yeah. Um, and then NHL playoffs were going on it as well. Yeah. So you had four to- four sports. This is the first time that NHL, NBA. NFL and MLB have all been going on at the there same time. There was golf going on too. Somehow. And golf, yeah, right? there's a go- major golf tournament. Is, next weekend's the U.S. Open for golf too. So I mean, we've got a really good stretch of sports right now. And speaking, a stretch that we'll never ever get again. Yes, Probably. you will never get all these sports playing professionally. No, you can't. It's impossible. And baseball, well, obviously, was is it, rolling out was it, last, it was Thursday night, right? Thursday yeah. night was like the first time ever that you got a college game, an NFL game, an MLB game, an NHL game, an NBA game, and tennis and golf. That's crazy. Right. And everything was and at high competition too. Obviously yeah. every every week in the NFL is high competition. But again, the US Open in tennis, major tournament. Yep. NBA playoffs. We're getting to the Eastern and Western Conference finals coming up here. NHL, the stars just made the Stanley Cup for the first time in twenty years. I'm very excited about Congrats. that. Um, Congrats, yeah. potentially playing either the Lightning or the New York Islanders. Hey. Josh, if you were to so like a dope. hockey team, that would be your I, team. I think that'd yeah? be dope. Yeah, it would be my the team. If Islanders actually. played against the Stars in the finals, it'd be Long Island versus Dallas. That'd be hilarious for you guys. I have an Islanders jersey ready to roll. 100%. Great. It's Johnny Tavares, who I think is actually on the Lightning, ironically. He, I think he is too. Well, the Lightning are, are losing. They, they Sports don't have, podcast. They don't have <laughs> Steven Stamkos, who is obviously he's one of their best players. So they, they'll miss him. But they're up three one. So it looks like it's going to be them and the Stars. Yeah. Um, they were the best team in the in the regular season. So that's I'm I'm kind of shaking in my boots, but super excited. To are be you there. just like stoked to get a title no matter what at this point? Because I mean, obviously I'm, you had the I'm Mavs in eleven com- competing for a title. Yeah. I mean, I look. I remember the like hurrah of the stars i i went to stars games when i was a kid i remember all the players that were coincidentally on that 99 team when we won we went to, in 2000 and lost but those were the same players that stayed in 2001 2002 2003 when i like i was too young at four to really you like them too like you don't yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you're into I, them i actually like and i have a, a rough understanding of the game like i've, I've never gone i've never laced up the skates and gone out there and played before, but I, I've studied it a decent amount and played enough NHL where I know what's going on. I think, I don't think any of us don't understand the game. I just think, at least for me, my mind is so overwhelmed by every other sport I that I know that like, and there's too many like foreign names and you guys know, especially when we started the podcast. Yeah, my pronunciation has gotten astronomically better. But when we first yeah. started, <laughs> that's like, yeah. <laughs> good. Good for sports Yeah, I know, better. right? When we first started the charity strike, I mean, hey, listen, somebody called him Schuster Smith today. Okay, so let's not get on my back, which was kind of ridiculous. Here's um, the thing: I think we have a lot of, I think a lot of our friends, a lot of our fans, a lot of our listeners, just people in general, you know, probably look at Toss and they're like. Damn it! You're taking it for granted. Hockey's my favorite sport. I would give anything to see my team in the Stanley Cup Finals. And yeah, toss on your pumps, but those people would be so fucking psyched. Are you, were, you were I'm, pumped. You made an I'm, Instagram story. I'm, you were excited. I'm pretty. I I will say that I have I have watched every single game yeah, since we got yeah. into the second round. Every That's single true. game. I'm like I'm I'm pretty excited. I want to see us win. And like this is this has been a little bit of a surprise, Nick. It would be a little bit like your Padres taking it all the way to the World Series. As far as they're not the number one seed, right? It would, like, the Lightning are, yeah. are the Dodgers. 
Yeah. Um, we we've surprised. We've outplayed some teams that are quote Knights, unquote yeah. quote unquote better than us. So yeah. Hockey's this, one of those sports though where it's like you never know. The eight seed can shock people. Oh, the, the Kings. The Kings did. The Kings did it as an eight seed. Whoa. What the, the fuck? Sharks do it too. I think they were something like that. I don't also, know. If I'm no, not going to pretend to know. If you are <laughs> thinking right now, okay, I, I guess I can just tune out for you know the the next two minutes because I don't care about hockey. Yeah. Go watch playoff hockey because and, it'll make you care about it. And, Ar- and Argo, fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Argo is one of Ben Affleck's better movies. I watched The Town. Nick, do you like? The, I feel like you like The Town. I love The Town. Yeah. I. You know what? I love The Town. Now I've reverted to the, like really liking it because I think it's a Nick fact. impression. I give it a Nick impression. Seven out of ten. Really. Fun fact. Fun yeah. fact here. So, for the listeners, Josh, Toss, and myself are all into the same acting class, right? I got in the acting class first, so they didn't be able. They weren't able to see this, but to get into the acting class, you have to do a monologue uh, before uh, you get into class. My monologue was from the, the un- town. The Underoos monologue, where he's like talking about his mom left with the yep. cigarettes. Yep. When they're uh, when they're at, like the where like the flower garden or whatever. And yeah, yeah, yeah. With each other. Yeah. I did that one in college. We were. We had to do an accent. Not to one up. Not to, no, 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 no. <laughs> not, to, not to say I did it before you, but uh, we had an accent class in college. And I'm down in Texas. I'm the only one not from Texas in the acting class. And everyone in the class can vote on two accents to do. We're going to study two accents the whole semester. The one was Boston? One was Boston. And guess what the other one was? New York. 100%. And I was like, guys, please, for the love of God, can we do like French? Can we do something? We all kind of look. That's the only one I can do. You you guys should have done... I, I'm we did re- do I'm rewatching British. Fargo, the TV show. Yeah, you should have done Midwestern, oh, hundred percent, like Minnesotan accents are like, hilarious. If I really need to turn oh, on the geez. Boston or the New York, it takes me like two seconds to read it over and go through it. And I, I was like, come on, guys, this talk is about hockey fans. Oh, gee, yeah, they are hockey fans. <laughs> oh, hockey. Oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, they're also like they're so like meekish and like oh, I didn't mean to hurt you or any. Martin Freeman is. Fantastic. Yeah. So, so is Billy. So is Billy. Martin Freeman's great with Cumberbatch and Sherlock. Jesse Plemons is in the first season or second season, right? Jesse I think he's, yeah, second second. Well, guys, like he's in everything. By the way, guys, just want to put it out there. There's a new Netflix movie on on Netflix called <laughs> Go <figure>. on Hulu. <laughs> uh, called I'm thinking of ending things, and Ooh. Jesse Plemons is one of the uh, uh, co leads. Don't good? watch it. Oh, <laughs> don't watch it. Don't watch it. It is like the biggest like what the fuck is going on the entire movie and like the payoff. Oh, is just it's like, a, it's about a breakup, isn't it? Oh, no, you you looked at me really serious. Like don't watch it. I would never. I don't watch. Like that. you think it's about a breakup, but like at the end you're just like, what? I just wasted two and a half hours of my life. Is it wrong? I don't watch Netflix movies. It's like a, I'm like I have like a weird taste in my mouth about you know, them. Some of them are pretty good. I mean, I, there's been some good Netflix movies out there. Yeah, I'm sure. I just like every time I look like it's a Netflix movie, I'm like one of my personal favorites is The Wrong Missy. Um it's a David Spade movie. Yeah, there you go. Happy, that's all I needed to hear. Yeah, that's it. Um <laughs> It's good. It's really good. You couldn't bet on me watching a Netflix movie. And speaking of betting and gambling, Nick, you almost had a sick parlay tonight, which you put on what website toss? Bet online. The wait <laughs> is finally over. Football's back, as you just mentioned. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action mm. at Bet Online. Uh, Nick, you had who was in your parlay tonight? Who who ruined it? For I you? had the Padres. I had the White Sox, who are both underdogs. They both got the job done. And then sadly, I had the Broncos. And I think Askowski wanted me to win the parlay tonight. 
Um, but the Titans got it done. Yeah, I had a nice parlay yesterday uh, amongst, you know, I think four or five NFL games. Jesus. And the Lions absolutely blew it because DeAndre Swift yeah, really dropped the touchdown pass that Stafford <sighs> just put Perfect perfectly, perfectly into his hands. Rough game to uh, start your NFL career with, but tons of different bets that you can put in at Bet Online from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online, and there's always the online casino as well, which never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses that they have. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online. Your online sportsbook experts. Dun, dun, dun. And there was a, a – Judy had a couple drops. His footwork's ridiculous, but he had a couple drops today. Some of these yeah, rookies had a little cold feet, but a couple of them looked pretty good. So yeah. Mainly Chase well, Young looked a, sick. A little bit of a difference between CeeDee Lamb and Jerry Judy, one that Jerry Judy was immediately thrust into the number one, one role, wide yeah. receiver slot because Cortland Sutton was gone, and, and Lamb just had the, the benefit of like being there. He played well, but like he didn't have as much pressure on him. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you guys a question? Because we had a ma- I was out in Arizona this weekend, and that's why we're co- we are recording on a Tuesday re- or Monday releasing for Tuesday. Good weekend to be in Arizona. Uh, yeah, um, it was nice. The, <laughs> the, um, we had a major debate, me and the guys who I was with, I said it wasn't unreasonable to not put Tua or Herbert out there. I said it's okay to carry the clipboard a little bit because oftentimes these guys are not good out of the gate. They're not ready, and they need some time to carry the clipboard, hang back, learn the playbook, familiarize themselves, watch the game up close and personal, learn from the quarterbacks who are ahead of them. And they're saying, no, if they're being taken in the top ten, they have to play right away. I mean, how often do we, and I was like, that's kind of ridiculous because how often do we see guys flop out of the top 10 or, or, or are thrown in there too early and they fizzle out rather quickly because the team's not good enough around them. They get the shit beat out of them and they look terrible and it takes a massive kick in the nuts to their confidence. Am, well, I, am I crazy in thinking no, that? No, I don't think you're crazy at all. Were you guys, <clears throat> were you guys watching that Pats-Miami game very intently when Fitzpatrick had thrown two interceptions? Did you guys get the inkling that Tua could have gotten into that game? I don't, would I, he have done anything different? It crossed my mind, but I, I think that it was. I think it was Fitzpatrick's game the entire way. I don't think that. I'm sure Flores told Tua like, "Hey, look, you're not going to see the field unless he gets hurt." Yeah, and like, yeah. did it week one against the Pats. Did it with Herbert too. Like, it, and first of all, the Chargers well, the won. Thing is, here's the thing with with the Chargers. Terod Taylor didn't turn the ball over. He didn't do anything to lose his job. You know. There's no reason for Herbert to go in in that situation. You know, I mean, the offense wasn't super productive, but I wouldn't put that on Terod Taylor. I'd put that on the play call and the Bengals' defense. So, yeah, I would. I'd be more inclined to put two in against against New England for the Miami game because Fitzpatrick turned the ball over a couple of times. Right. Um, but Terod didn't play a bad game. It just was, you know, just average. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played a pretty. He he did what I thought he was going to do. Yeah. I, Nick, I think you got to feel pretty good. I mean, when Mike Williams is on the field, he does oh some spectacular things. That that was like probably the coolest game I've ever seen. Mike, I mean, it, it like he even, didn't show up much on the stat line, but right. some of the catches he was making that like weren't even in bounds. Exactly. Was 
His catch radius, but his catch radius is always good. But Nick, you would probably speak to this better than any of us because he, he hits the ground pretty hard, though. And that's the problem. Is he his gets injured too bo- exactly? His body control. It's kind of like, like right? Rose happened in hard knocks. He dove for a ball and he got hurt, and they were like, "Uh oh, he just separated his shoulder, or sprained his shoulder, or something." It's like Jesus, like and this that exactly. It's like when David Cohan came on the show. He's like Derek Rose. Watch the way he hits the ground when he dunks. Right, too hard. Or it's like watching James Conner run every single game. And guess what? James Conner got injured today. He's a. I mean, I love him because of that. I love that he runs so yeah. hard every single play. But you have to, you have to pick your moments, especially yeah. as a running back, where your time I is. I mean, you look at RG three. I mean, that guy was, he was flying all over the place his rookie year. They didn't. I mean? They didn't know what to do in the. I don't. I mean, I guess they do now. I guess it's different. I think they've I mean, quickly adapted. I think they they're the, the RPO. They do. They have things in place that are better for those quarterbacks. RG three was kind of like. I guess he, you could say he was ahead of his time, but there was Vic. There was Cunningham, and I know Steve Young's not often thrown in there, but Steve Young is definitely in the mix of those running quarterbacks. Cam. Cam, yeah. And so, like, it's I, I think RG3 was just a – he was an accident waiting to happen. He had already hurt his ACL. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, exactly. He ran ferociously and without any care to his body, and you kind of have to do that. And Mike Williams, his catch radius is insane. His hands are great. It's just every time – and it's always he's hitting the ground. It's always he's flopping. It's like, yeah. Jesus, dude, keep he's it He's on together. the ground after every single play, for sure. Like, stay up, brother. So one of my takeaways, yeah, Josh, is kind of piggybacking. It. That on, wasn't one of mine. I was just freeballing. On I, that question yeah, – was that to me the Redskins are further proof that NFL games are won on the line. See Chase Young. Teams in the rebuild have to start on the line if they want to see long term success. And then also see most of the competitive teams in the NFL have a QB who wasn't a top fifteen pick. Like go go down the line. You look at Russell Wilson, you look at Dak Prescott, it's you look at Tom science. Brady, you look at Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. You look at I mean I could continue to name these guys. Breeze. Where was Roethlisberger? He he wasn't top. Was he in the first round? Yeah, he was top fifteen. He's he was 11. top fifteen. Well, Nick, I, what up, boy? Mahomes was he was just right 10, there, right? Yeah. And and Watson was. Well, look, you're gonna get guys, of course. But, but like, but those Mahomes went to a team. But we're acting like Goff and Wentz are better than all of those guys, and they're not. Lamar Jackson. Lamar went to a team Lamar, that was red. You, we how many times do we have to? We, I say win. exactly. We say this every time. I don't care how good the quarterback is, and some quarterbacks can revert a franchise, like Andrew Luck. There are these perennial guys, Cam Newton, who can really take it to the upper echelon. All that being said, most and oftentimes, you really have to be ready to take the franchise signal caller as a franchise. You have to be a franchise, not a team that is kind of piecing it together. I mean, Saquon Barkley... Dumbest how pick many, ever. How many rushing yards did he have today? He has no offensive line. I mean, they, what look, were they thinking? Not to discredit the Steelers' defensive front because they're fantastic. That defense is awesome, tremendous. And over the over the course of a game, they're scary <laughs> against any against whoever their opponent is. But you've got you've got Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. If they have no time to make plays for themselves, what are they going to do? The, what can they do? The defense is like how many first round picks are on that defense though. Like that defense, you are, they've either brought guys in who can just don't have to be the guy. Like Alu who's a top 10 pick for the Jaguars, he doesn't have to be a guy a number of years ago and he's been flopping around the NFL. He doesn't have to be the guy anymore, right? Hayden doesn't have to be the guy. They have TJ Watt. They have Bud Dupree. They have Devin Bush. Three first-round linebackers. It's not rocket science. You are a 110% Minka Fitzpatrick. You are a 110% right. Like you, you like we I look saw at the Jets floundering because right they don't have anything around yeah. Darnold. 
And that's like my biggest takeaway was there were guys and teams that are, were on the hot seat that didn't come prepared. Like Fangio, Gase, and Patricia, they were three guys on the hot seat, and not that they were completely – like Gase was not prepared. And that team was not prepared. I think Fangio played – I think he played the game pretty well. But no, I, I, I think he played it well up until the point where you're sitting there with 20 seconds left, and they go, what are you going to do with these three timeouts now, hot shot? I, that's the one thing that the clock management at the end of the game, you know, I, I wouldn't say he, he should have called it, um, you know, with like 40 seconds left because Vrabel was supposed to call it then, and he just didn't. He was waiting on Vrabel to call that. But he definitely should have called timeout like with like a minute for well, look, I think, look, look, you've got a quarterback who's played, who started six games in the NFL. You can't give him, what was it, 17 seconds left with three timeouts? You, yeah. you can't give him Good that. Place. You can't put him in that position. Like, use the timeouts Without early. Sutton, without Hamler, like, and the new running what back. What do you expect yeah. to happen? You, you're asking for a miracle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's a tough. 100%. And maybe underprepared was the wrong word, but they were, I guess, maybe underprepared coming into the second half because Patricia is on the hot seat, and he finally looked like he had the reins together. And the thing with Fangio is this. Fangio also is in charge of the defense. He's brought to the Broncos because he's a defensive wizard. You cannot let the Titans, and they got lucky too because Goskowski had one of the worst kicking games, not only that I've ever seen him have, easily the worst one I've ever seen him have, and one of the worst I've seen in a long time. And that's saying something because the kicking in the NFL has been hot garbage. Fangio's job, though, is to tune up that defense and get a stop and he couldn't yeah at the end of the game when you need it most the titans marched down the field eight the clock kicked a 26 yard field goal and now they're going back to tennessee one and right patricia they were up 20 trubisky couldn't hit the red side of a barn yeah we could we could go to deandre swift and say up you dropped the touchdown it should never have come to that right how do you let I, I don't Trubisky, I don't care what he did last week, he is not going to be the guy by week seventeen. I mean, how about the Eagles blowing a seventeen oh lead? That was bad. Against the Washington Red the Washington football team. There were three there were th- <laughs> I wanted to see Wentz, Darnold, and Baker, at least one of them do something. I will give Baker the benefit of the doubt because to fans he's like the fucking eighteenth coach he's had since he's been in the NFL. Wentz I, no excuse. Wentz, and Wentz, who was through None. the first two drives, was unbelievable. None. He looked he looked amazing. They're like purposely not using Zach Ertz so they don't have to pay him. I don't understand that. Goddard's good, though. Rager, he, over, he, had, a, he had Rager wide open. He overthrew him. Wentz, to me, is it overrated looked, it, city. It looked like and I'm Wentz, standing by it. Wentz played the first half of that game, and then Mitch Trubisky zapped whatever power he they had. They flip-flopped. And, and flipped it in, in the second half. You know— a situation where a coach comes in and and drafts a quarterback high, the Cardinals, Kyler Murray, but you have Chandler Jones on that defense. You have Patrick Peterson. You have pieces that are there, and 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 you play into the new style of the NFL where, where a quarterback can go and rush for 93 yards in a game. That's a total game changer with an, a slew of weapons. They, I mean, a they, slew. Where were the Jets for DeAndre Hopkins? Where were they? I'm so glad that DeAndre Hopkins did not go to the Jets because that would have been such a nightmare. I'm, I'm, my takeaway, that's one of my takeaways, actually, please. Is, yeah. is the Cardinals. I mean, I think everyone was kind of, um, you know, 
we were unsure of how it was going to work out, right? A lot of people were like, I don't know if I'm going to draft DeAndre in the first round this year. I'm not sure if I'll even take him in the second round, you know? A lot of uncertainty. It's a brand-new offense, you know? Totally. It's a second-year head coach, you know, second-year quarterback. Is there going to be chemistry there? But what do you know? DeAndre Hopkins does DeAndre Hopkins things. He shows out, has a crazy game. Oh, my god. Kyler Murray is electric. That offense is so exciting. And I, I do think that the Cardinals, looking at how they played against the Niners – I don't know if they win the division, but I think they're coming for a wild card for sure. They're going to be scary. I mean, that there's no stop. That's I think that's the top five offense in the league right now for sure. I mean, you know what and though? The weapons, Edmonds and Drake, and and Kirk and Fitzgerald, who's sure-handed and a great Edmund. leader on the field. Did you guys see Fitzgerald at the end of the first half when he grabs the ball? Yeah, it doesn't get bro- better than I that. I mean, that's just that's amazing. But I, you know, why I think Hop had a very seamless fit. He's kind of similar to Fitzgerald. They kind of play a similar oh, style yeah. f- of football yeah. and receiver. They so both have dreads. <laughs> yeah. So Cliff, it's easy for him to slide him into Fitzgerald's role last year and just kind of expand it versus having to remodel the offense is what it felt like, and well, clearly it worked. And also, Cliff's, Cliff's a smart coach. He's a smart offensive mind. He's going to figure out a way to get that guy his, his touches. That's, I mean, it's just it's bound to happen. Carly, and Carly they were the, the Arizona Cardinals were the worst team in the NFL against the tight end last year. And what do they do with their first-round draft pick? Simmons. They go and get Isaiah Simmons, who is a guy who at the least is a playmaker and has the speed to stay with the tight ends, these athletic tight ends who are pass-catching tight ends in the NFL. But that's, Nick, I think that's a that's a great point. One of my one of my takeaways is the NFC West is the best. It's the be- If it's not the best division in football, it's the most entertaining to see how things shake down because – Arizona Bob, took Bob West. took advantage. They took advantage of a very depleted 49ers team, uh, who is suffering from a lot of injuries right now. Uh, you know, Kittle goes. Kittle got hurt in that game. Debo's not there. Mostert is just a beast. He's so fast. They may the regret not. They may regret trading DeForest Buckner. They might. They might. That's a big. That's and a Jimmy big G, move who's to make. Still not there. He's still not there at the end of the game to right. Win. I did, he made some pretty errant throws late in the game there where I thought, like, okay, I'm ready to see him either step up or get stepped on by Kyler Murray. And he and did. Got he worked. got stepped on. Yeah, and then obviously Russell Wilson in Seattle is phenomenal. Russell puts up uh, one, of the, one of the greatest first games I've ever seen. And Carson looked good. Their receivers are awesome. Lockett and Metcalf, like, try and stay with and that one-two punch. I feel bad because I think the Falcons did look pretty good as a team, but they, they just ran into a buzzsaw. Well, they, I mean, the Seahawks, I mean, those are both your guys' picks for to win the Super Bowl this year. They're so they're happy ridiculous. with it. I'm so they're happy so, with that pick. I think this. I think the Falcons will be exciting this year. You know that they can put up points, but they're just they just have question marks still on defense. There's it's them and the, like they have question marks in defense. And the Vikings have question marks in offense. They're like the kind of mirror image of each other. The Vikings have question marks on defense too. Yeah, they got torched by Rodgers. They got torched. They they might have the worst defense backfield in football. But they'll get it to they. But I think they'll I think they'll pick it up. I think Yannick there. I think maybe Daniel Hunter didn't play. I think they'll I think they'll figure it out. But then to round out the NFC West, we've got the Rams, who looked like the Rams of two years ago. They look good. They looked great. Malcolm Brown, our our boy, hook him hook two him touchdowns once. on the ground. I mean, he he's our starting running back for sure, as he should be. Yeah, he's a beast. which yeah. is best case scenario for them because they could ease in Cam Akers. Yeah, it's great. I think. My, uh, yeah, Nick. No, well, just I was just gonna stay with the Rams game. Uh, my second takeaway is what a fucking bonehead call by Mark <laughs> McCarthy. 
I'm just like, come on, dude. Like, okay, a lot of people understand that you kick the ball, right, when, you, when you're in the red zone, down by three, you kick the ball. But some people are like, you know, maybe you go for it, you know, I mean – you got to get a lead on them eventually. Okay, here's the thing. If it's a shootout, if you're playing against the Chiefs, if you're playing against the Ravens, you know, if you're playing against teams that have high-octane offenses where they just keep on scoring, 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 you can't stop them, then sure, you go for it. But your defense has played pretty good, but they've held you to 17 points the entire game. I mean, take what you can get, tie up the game, Keep relying on that defense, and then maybe you get another opportunity to kick it again. And what was it? And what was it's it? a fourth and three, too. It wasn't and like a fourth and inches. Fourth and, and five. It, fourth and five. Fourth and five. And it was a chip shot. It was an easy chip shot for Greg Z, who— you, you Revenge ex- game. You ex- it's a revenge game. He hit his one earlier that game. You expect him to hit that. I think it was just—it didn't It didn't make any sense. It, and the, the reason why so many Cowboys fans like myself were frustrated by it is it is the exact same conservative or the exact same like just dumb calls that that Jason we, we were expected with with Jason Garrett and nothing has changed for us and McCarthy had his year off where he was like changing his approach and focusing on analytics driven football and guess what sometimes you just got to you got to play the game how you're supposed to play it and in that scenario you kick the field goal it's a tie game make the Rams beat you on offense the defense had started looking like it was shaping up in that in that game, all the turnovers, all Smith. Smith. Uh, what a great, beast. what a great comeback game for him. Uh, really, really happy with that. Sucks that Jarwin went down because he's out and Van Der Esch. Van Der Esch. Al yeah, Michaels and Chris brutal. Collinworth could not stop jerking off Alden Smith that entire game. It's crazy. He looked great. He looked great. Yeah, well, he did hang Dick. Honestly, he made he made all four of those hands to jerk him off at that game. Oh he, he gosh, balled out. Yeah, but that the, was brutal. Brutal first game for the. Uh, for the Cowboys, but but good on the Rams for just taking care of business. Well, Aaron Donald is disgusting. He's amazing. The minute Cam Irving went out, that was they were in trouble on that side. I of will the say, also, also I will say the Cowboys got screwed on on a pretty bad pass interference. It seems like it happens sucked. once a week for a team. That calls. It sucked. seems like it happens once a week for yeah. some team that they get screwed at the end of the game. But don't you feel like we're just thrust right back into football with that? Like like nothing's changed. Yeah, like you almost you almost like it because it's, it's like, like oh, 2019 the baby. Still, the, the refs, refs suck. Still, if the, the refs, refs were good, bad. it would be so yeah, 2020. It's like death taxes and refs refs making shitty calls. The I, I will to stay <laughs> on the to stay on the Cowboys one more second, and then I'll go to my I guess last takeaway. The the offense just like wasn't moving forward. It was so like five yards, five yards, five yards. It's like especially at the end of the game when you have to go on this game winning drive. It's like push, and you only have to get a field goal. It's like push the goddamn ball. There was no urgency. It was just hit Amari Cooper for four yards, hit Amari Cooper for five yards. And don't get me wrong, I'm in a PPR league and he's my wide receiver one, and I'm not complaining. But I would have loved for him to go instead of eleven yards for eleven receptions for eighty nine yards. How about eleven receptions for hundred and twenty yards? Or like DeAndre Hopkins going for fourteen or one fifty. Devontae Adams is going for like a million yards as well on a bunch of receptions. Is McCarthy the play caller there? Yeah. Yes. I think that's the issue. No, 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 no. Kellen is more. More is, Kellen is the plays. Okay. Well, I, I mean, the, the play call. It, it had. No, I don't think it had anything to do with Dak. I think. It, I mean, it's the play call. I mean, yeah, it's done. You know, you, you can't you want to see more creativity. You want to utilize Zeke more too in the pass game. I mean, he caught it. Yeah, let a, the boy eat. You know t- what I mean? He had a touchdown. You guys see that tat that he has? It says "Feed me." Across Feed me. His, across Such, a Such a Such I mean, he, uh, to be honest, like Zeke had a pretty good game. He went for twenty-two ninety-six. Touchdown on the ground and a touchdown in the air. He played well, but we still lost. Like that doesn't normally happen. What was wrong? What was wrong? 
they didn't push the ball down the field. Yeah. They didn't get the ball. Utilize Gallup. Utilize Gallup, exactly. It's, look, it's tough when uh, when Dalton Schultz is your backup tight. He, that guy like dropped two passes. Yeah. We missed Jarwin. Uh, we missed anyone who they was were just going a competent to him. tight end. They ran like a screen to him. I'm like, why are you like, at, at the end of the game, they ran a screen to the backup tight end? What are you thinking? Yeah. Um, my final takeaway, though, the top seven, the teams I actually really deem the top seven, and I don't think the Niners are in there. I really don't. I think they play. I still am adamant that they played above their weight class last year. I think they punched above their weight class last year. I think they caught lightning in a bottle and were really exciting and really good. And now they're heading into the season banged up on offense. They lose Buckner. Richard Sherman's another year older, and I'm not as stoked on them this year. The Chiefs, the Ravens, the Bills, the Steelers, the Seahawks, the Packers, the Saints. Now, there's teams like the Buccaneers who I think will figure it out because, again, there's a lot of new offense. There's a lot of new players. I don't think Brady's going to be the Brady of old, but I think he'll be the Brady of last year where he's at least solid, and he just has to get that chemistry going with all the players. They have to figure out who's the running back. They have to figure out how to utilize Gronkowski other than pass, other than pass blocking. Like, get him down the field. What the hell was up with that? Evans wasn't 100%. They'll figure it out, I think. But those seven teams, they really looked head and shoulders above the rest of the league. That Steelers team, Roethlisberger in the second half, Deontay Johnson, James Washington, Juju Smith-Schuster, Claypool, the rookie, had a nice catch. Now, all of a sudden, he's got four weapons that he can throw to. Plus, Benny Snell looked Vance like... Vance McDonald's out there, too. Vance McDonald, Eric Ebron. He's he's going to air it out, and that defense is scary. The Bills, Josh Allen was great. John yeah. Brown and Diggs are a legitimate one-two punch. Yeah. You I love think, John Brown. Hey, yeah. why, what is not to like about John Brown? He had I a know. great game. He had a great... I know, we do love John Brown. And then, I'm a big Josh Allen believer this year. I, I think that he's going to... Hey, I'm in. I, I think Sold he's going to turn some this year. I think a lot of people underestimate him. And I think he looked like a baller out he, there this week. I mean, on, th- on the ground and in the air. He yeah. threw the ball 46 times. 46 and, he threw, times. and he threw for over 300 yards. Yeah, I mean, they're going to uh, clearly, they're just going to let him go. They're going to let him fly. Great. And it, especially if and they were can, winning that game, too. They had some question marks. But I mean, I wasn't super, super impressed. I have Zach Moss on multiple fantasy teams. He's, he scored a touchdown, so I was okay with it. Um, I wasn't super impressed with him or Singletary. They both need to take a step up. I think what's just going to happen is Moss is going to take the majority of the carries and then bump Singletary out of the starting job and kind of put him as a as the running back. That's what I thought team. would happen, yeah. Um, but the Ravens but are they like, look great. They yeah, look great. the Ravens are like, they made Ravens the Browns awesome. look. I'm going to give the Browns, the ben again, the benefit of the doubt because it's a new head coach. But if, they goes like, if it goes down against Cincinnati and Thursday Night Football, a team with a rookie quarterback. Who I don't think is a joke. I don't think they're a joke of a team. But you at least know they're competitive. They play the Chargers well. I don't think the Chargers are great, but they play no. the Chargers well enough, at least. I don't think Burrow looked amazing, but again, he's a rookie and he had no preseason and a very short and weird training camp. So Look, again, he put his team in a position to win. Uh, say what you will, Burrow did his job. He got his team oh, yeah. in the red zone to get his kicker the opportunity to tie the game. Chonky and Randy, badass Randy Bullock couldn't make it. What happened? So. To, he someone needs to send him like the Sean T insanity DVD. I do feel bad because he got. Hurt on that yeah, it play. sucks. You never want to see a guy uh, get hurt, but he does, he looked a little out of shape. But come um, on, get get hurt. <laughs> what are you doing, brother? Uh, on, but the, the, on the game time kick, the Ravens. The Ravens are like murderers, row. Yeah, they're great. They may actually. I thought the Chiefs would have an easy time in the AFC. I don't think so anymore. I think those other three teams are going to give the Chiefs a, a little bit of a tough time. Whereas I think. I think the Seahawks, Packers, and Saints, man, those three teams as well, that's that's a three-headed race in my book. 
I, I mean, Michael Thomas did nothing. nothing, and they still won the game. Their defense is intense. They're, and Kamara is good. They're they're not shy to feed Latavius Murray the rock. They kind of came out, and Jared Cook was utilized heavily. Got the change of pace guy, Taysom Hill, and yeah. just like what the hell is you that? You know what he's gonna do? He's he he's the most he exciting. Is he the most exciting player in football? Taysom Hill? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but he's I fun. I, I, we haven't highlighted this game. I will say one of the more fun games of the weekend was uh, the, the Las Vegas. No, the no, Las Vegas you, Raiders and the Panthers. Correct. That was a great game. Yeah. Uh, Josh Jacobs, man. I, he's we knew he's it. awesome. We knew it. He's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. That's no, that's no surprise. I'm the, you know what? I was impressed with the Panthers. They really came out offensively way hotter than I thought they would. Yeah, you got Christian McCaffrey. I mean, <laughs> how yeah. do you, how do you not? Yeah, he's unbelievable. But like, it's a new team, new head coach, and new it, quarterback. New, new quarterback. It's like it, it's and it still worked. I th- I think the Panthers will be competitive, not good, but competitive, and they'll they'll make games interesting. They may sneak yeah. a game or two on some people. They just did. <laughs> well, no, like win, and not like not like come short. Yeah. The Vegas, yeah. the Vegas. If if rugs can stay healthy, the, the, the Vegas team's good. But yeah, the Seahawks. I'm so I'm so happy with them. I think they're going. To, I think they're going to do it. I think they look mean. That Falcons team. You were right, Nick. That Falcons team is good, and they kind of put the hurt on them. For sure. Yeah. And that and Vikings the, team is good. And, and the, the Packers. The Packers are. Pff, yeah. Tremendous. It's funny because like you know you always expect you know the Seahawks like ah oh, they're gonna be able to keep on doing it like i don't know is the rain over and then you look on sunday and like you see a new face jamal adams and you're like oh fuck that's right they got jamal adams this year too it's every year top they safety br- in the league yeah they bring a top safety in the league top safety in the league they bring in a new guy every year on defense fits right in like a glove because carol has the perfect scheme and on offense like lockett and metcalf is it could that be the top duo by the end of the year Po- yeah. Honestly, possibly that could be a Mike Evans Godwin type scenario. Oh, totally. They looked Big great. Guy, little guy. Yeah, they looked fantastic. They got the best middle linebacker in the game, Bobby Wagner. Yeah, f- yeah. I didn't even list him. He's insane. Yeah, all over the yeah. place. And Tomorrow they have the most passes. clutch quarterback in the game right now. <laughs> it's clutch. He's like lights out, though. He's been lights out for the last like two years. Yeah, he's. Pretty- I think longer. He's so accurate. He's, he's so efficient, dude. Yeah. He doesn't he's miss. Not, he's not messing around. He doesn't miss. I'm, I, I'm, I felt bad for the Falcons, though, because I thought their offense is like – I think I think They'll it's be fine. Yeah. They'll be fine. They're going to hit a wild card spot yeah. or even win that division. Who All knows? right. Last, uh, last he, takeaway for me. Yeah, yeah. You want more? I think that – I think that Cam Newton may have a legit shot. Oh, wow. At being the MVP. He rushes for two touchdowns a game this year, then I don't see why not. And if the Patriots win eleven games, I like. How, he's not going to be Lamar. He's you not. Take with he's, not salt, he's not. He's not playing against the Dolphins. So. I, I know. I know. He's not. But just seamless. Seamless. We're talking about new quarterbacks. We're talking about new systems. It, it looked. It looked seamless. He took care of business. That defense. I was happy. I was happy, I was happy that we, I was happy we brought in Cam. I thought he looked good, not great. I'm excited. Edelman had a bad drop. I'm excited. And at the end of the game, their connection started picking up. Yeah. I think their running back rotation, they're going to start utilizing White and Burkhead more for him as, as you know, guys in the flat, which will be nice. And I think Michelle wasn't terrible, which is always good to see. Having David Andrews there is huge. He's a great center. Um, imagine if we had Marcus Cannon. 
I think the tight ends they're using they're using a lot of guys in the backfield as extra blockers, which is super I McDaniel's super creative. I, I think Nikhil Harry's gonna be utilized more, which is nice. I, I think Cam's gonna pick it up in the pass game. He was fantastic in the run game. But if if you're you know, I'm glad we brought the Patriots up because I don't want to be the one to do it. But you know, I, if we're talking about them, my favorite part about the Patriots was the defense. defense. Yeah. Yeah. Locked down. It was great. Oh Lance. yeah. It was great. Gilmore had a sick pick. He's epic. The sure. Gil he's epic. The, the defense, you talk about a perfect defensive scheme like Carol does. Bill Chick has the same thing. We're no high tower, no chung. They're both out this year, you know, and it doesn't matter. He can plug and play whoever, fit whoever in. He rotates his guys beautifully, knows exactly when to call the number and when not to. And that keep in mind, that Dolphins team, same team, that same Dolphins team, when the game was on the line last year, they put the work on the Patriots. Yeah. They they hurt the Patriots they bad. They, they ruined our season. They trashed our season last year. Lost your and buy. Belichick came in no nonsense with that defense. But I think Cam Newton's going to be exciting. I think he's going to be good enough. I hated that he got in a little tussle at the end of the game because that's just not what we do. But, yeah. Like, keep it together. You win the game, get off the field. Cam Newton. That's, NFL. that's That's Cam. Let Cam Newton be Cam Newton. That's that's how I feel about it. Let him dress like a baller. Let him wear I'm the down for the, that. The zoot suit. Yeah, <laughs> he looks great. Uh, he looks great. He played off, great. Before we send off NFL. Yeah, Nick. I would like to mention that there was a scoregami this week. For those who don't know what a scoregami, it means that it is the first time that the outcome of a game was what it was. So there's the first time ever that a score. Um, ended in forty-three to thirty-four. The Packers and the Vikings was a scoregami. I had no idea what that was. Good for you, Nick. That's awesome. Wait, wait, wait. You mean like twenty-three, thirty-two, thirty-four, forty-three, like that kind? Yeah, of thing? yeah. Like, like scoregami means for the first time ever, a game ended with a score of forty-three to thirty-four, and that's what it was this week with the Packers and the Vikings. Wow, cool. Thirty forty-three is a, t- a weird one to get to for sure. Yeah, yep. thirty-four is very common. Yeah, forty three right. is bizarre to, be, to a get that high and be hit forty three, super weird. Score yep. I love that. Love Nick, that. thank Word you for day. that freaking awesome fact and new thing. I learned something on the show, which yeah. two hundred and seven happens every now and then. Yeah, it happens you, probably like maybe like three or four times in the NFL season. Well, Nick, you are on Scoregami watch now. I will. I will <laughs> keep the fans updated I, on all. You may have. Fi- you may have finally been unshackled from the nickname snacks and just be Nick Nick Scorigami Kreider. Who knows? It could happen. I don't know what I'm going to say next time. Okay. Uh, We, we mentioned that there was another great game. that was not an NFL game on Sunday. It was the Clippers Nuggets game, game six. The Nuggets won again. Michael Porter Jr. Like hadn't hit a shot and then like hits a three at the very end of the game. Jokic was unbelievable. He's so good. Jokic is so good. I still, am I crazy? I still think that the, like I still think the Clippers, like I want to say the Clippers you, are going to win you, though. Do you guys think there's, there's no doubt that the Clippers win game seven? They no. Have. How Hell no, I can't say no doubt. I'm not. Nick, you said yes? I mean, it's Kawhi Leonard. He's just going to fucking go off and not let anyone touch. I, I don't know. I, I don't see them losing that game. But I saw something on Twitter today that made me really sad, honestly. I saw a old old clip of like the Lakers playing against the Celtics, right? And it was a clip of Phil Jackson talking to the team, right? Kobe's there, Powell's there, 
Um, it's like in the early 2000s, and it's like the fourth quarter. And Phil goes, this team knows how to lose in the fourth quarter. That's just what they do. And the caption was like Phil Jackson talking about Doc Rivers losing in the fourth quarter. He's right. They I mean, Doc Rivers, he, Doc Rivers blows a lot of games. And I'm not saying it's all on him, but, I mean, you look at this game on Sunday where they, loop, they blow a 15-point lead, and you look at the game before that, they blow a 16-point lead. You look at years before that, they blew a 3-1 lead to the Rockets. You know, I mean, they – they blow. He blows it a lot. Yeah. What that, are these that last lineups was, he's running that, at? That last one was they blew it. They were up eighteen at half, and they end up losing in the fourth quarter. I don't remember the final, but it was what? It was like a fifteen point game. Wasn't Trez it? had a brutal game. They lost by thirteen. They 13. lost by thirteen last game. And they were up by. They were up by what? They were up by sixteen going into the going into the half. Also, we definitely will need to reevaluate our rankings of the top one hundred NBA players because Gary Harris is. Good, he is. He's playing out his mind. He's not been healthy. Though. He hasn't been healthy, and now he's finally healthy, and it's making a huge difference. Talk about a guy who can knock down. I mean, when you when you bump Monte Morris now into a bench scoring guard instead of a guy that like has to actually put up ten plus for you every single game, it makes a difference. And Gary Harris is a tremendous defender. Well, he's now not. He's not expected to be the third best player on the team. He's now like honestly, he may be like the fifth best player, fourth best player on the team. Who? Gary Harris, because Murray and obviously Jokic is the best. Then Murray, yeah. Then I would I would maybe say Porter Jr. Might I think be. I think Gary Harris does more for this team than Michael Porter Jr. On the defensive side, I just think the Porter Jr.'s He's, upside yeah. is more exciting. Honestly, on Porter a Porter Jr. like at the end of the shot clock, like I want that guy, I want the ball in that guy's hands. He's great at the end of the shot clock. He's good. Ever he's got so many moves, and he could see and he moves he moves really well off the ball. And obviously Jokic, like you can't double that guy. He is too good of a passer. They yeah. keep doubling him. Stop doubling him. He's so big. Even though he, he, it's t- it's tough, man. It's tough to put a guy on him. His shot is so like rainbowy. Yeah. I mean, that's that's I think the Clippers' weakness here is they don't have anyone to spell Jokic. I mean, they've got guys to cover, you know, Murray and Porter. But I mean, when it comes to Jokic, like, who are you going to put on? In, in but Zubac, it should be. I feel like Zubac it should be Trez. Zubac has Trez done a good much job. Smaller. Tries six seven. I know he's much smaller, but he's like he, he's like a firecracker kind of guy. And he's not great defensively, but he should be at least making his life kind of. I've been pretty. I mean, I currently the way he's been playing and the way he played against the Mavericks as well, undeserving of the six man of the year. Obviously, it's a it's a season award, not the playoffs award. But he's not playing like that was right now. bullshit. It should have been Schroeder or at the minimum Lou Will. Schroeder was unbelievable. And a huge reason that Thunder team made the playoffs. A very unheralded thing. Everyone gave Chris Paul credit, and rightfully so. I'll always respect Chris Paul for this, for not making a stink, staking out, sticking it out with the Thunder the whole year and sending them to the playoffs and been playing they in the They should run league. it back. Yeah, I, would, I, I hope so. And then Shea was great. I think they need to replace Steven Adams, um, but that's another time for another story for another time. But Schroeder should have won that award, and it's proving so right here. I I think the Clippers win, but I, I'm not going to say it's a lock. And I, the other guy I was saying was Jeremiah Grant, who's been awesome yeah, for them up until he didn't have a great game what's, last uh, game. What's Chris Paul's contract like for next year? Is he one mil forty two or something like he's that? He's got like two 42 years. Mil? He's got two years left. Does he? Two okay. years, forty a pop, I think. I was going to say. I mean, it'd be nice to see a, a reunion on the Clippers, but they're talking about him going to Milwaukee. They're talking about Russ going to Milwaukee. Which I would like to see them run it back with a healthy the Russ. Russ. Russ can't. Russ cannot be on a team where he's the second option. He just can't. That's not how he operates. Like he he'd be good in a Miami, right? Where he's like he's the dude, and he's a bunch. He's around a bunch of shooters, but like he's not good 
on a team where he's the second superstar. I, I think, think he was I, hurt. I, I think like, he was hurt. I like Russ. I like, I like Russ too. I like Russ. I've said it. I've said it before. But he needs the ball in his hands. I said it before, and nothing has really changed in my mind. Is no. that he can't win a championship. He can't do it. His style of play demands too many touches. He turns the ball over too much, and he's not a good enough three-point shooter. But that team is old balls around. That team is like not. But there's other issues with that team. But there were Thunder-created teams that were perfectly suited, quote unquote, for Russ, and they either didn't have the three-point shooting. Like you're asking for the perfect recipe here, and LeBron can get you to the finals without the perfect recipe. So can Kawhi Leonard. Like they're better players for sure. Exactly, And, and when it comes down to it. Russell Westbrook just isn't in that category of player. But if you me. can, you you have to upgrade over Austin Rivers. You have to get. I don't know what the hell they're thinking with this small ball lineup when they roll well, look, in Dan there. Tony's gone, and they're not considering bringing he him back. Could, so everything's he could kick it to the curb. He could kick rocks to c- c- call back to our s- boy Lamar Morris. He might go where the Sixers. Psh, enjoy. That's a terrible match for him. Horrible. I would love to see him in, in New Orleans just to turn them into like a dynamite offense and just just have fun. Yeah. Sure. Like I don't think like I think he's not a good head coach. I know he's not a good head coach. A good enough head coach to win a title. I think you have to. Uh, I, I think I, Russ is more likely to win a title as a player than he is to win a title as a head coach. I don't necessarily. Th- I don't necessarily agree with that. He had Stoudemire. Look, you Nash. They literally had Marion. The, the what two, were they gonna do? Like, how do you not win with that? Two team of the right? top fifteen to players the in the league, who are. Of those 15 players, 10 through 15, they're both 10 through 15 in clutch factor. Those guys disappeared. James Harden disappeared. He disappeared. And you can't have your best player who you rely on for 37 points during the regular season not do that every single game. You can't I think have that happen. I, I completely agree. And I also think a major issue for the Rockets was the fact that who the hell was going to guard LeBron on AD? When you were going and who the what were what are you like what are you like what? <laughs> a good boy. Who on God's green earth on that? I mean, roster? I love PJ Tucker, but he can't guard everyone. <laughs> it's impossible. He can't guard Anthony Davis. Is the best, second best big man in the league behind Giannis? Who is guarding him on that team? Austin Rivers, Daniel House. <laughs> Rob well, Coving, the new house isn't even there because he's getting he's left the bubble. He's getting gone. That's where, that's where they're missing Clint Capella, obviously. But yeah, I, 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 they wouldn't have won with Clint Capella, though. Right? No, I would say they won, but at least you can have better, someone that can size up. Yeah, yeah, they got nervous. And they, okay, so the Clippers they're gone. play the Nuggets. Who you take, Nick? You going Clippers? You going your team? Got yeah, it. I mean, I'm definitely I, going Clippers. I, <laughs> I mean, they're yeah. they're a heavy. Favorite. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bet against Kawhi. I might, no. depending on what the odds are. But in a game <laughs> seven, I mean, come on, he's gonna take over. I'm excited to see him just dominate because no one can really stop him. The Nuggets, Jokic and Murray have never not played in a game seven. They've never not played in a game seven? All their times it's been together in the playoffs. Never. What a, what a, Jamal Murray is just so likable. They so, both are. Yeah. I want, I'm rooting for Denver. Fuck it. It's a win-win for me. He's come so far this year. Denver, I, do kind I of, get the, I kind of want to see for legacy's sake, I do kind of want to see Lakers Clippers because I want to see LeBron Kawhi. I don't know how much longer we have Le- that for. We, we have LeBron for. I'm selfish. I mean, it, lo- it, it looks like we're having it for the next five years because the dude looks unbelievable. LeBron looks sick. He's so good. <laughs> he looks insane. He's a bulldozer. But what do we think? Would you? Would you? No. How much to take a charge from that guy? Uh, hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Yeah, but it would it would not be fun. I would do it for free. You guys know me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay him to do it. Okay, so the, then, so we the Clippers take the Lakers on. They're a. Bad matchup for each other. 
I think we wait on that. Let's see how tomorrow plays out, and then we'll give our yeah, picks. Yeah, let's see how. Let's see how. Let's see. Because I, I, yeah, I, so I do want <laughs> you're, Denver. You're, to, bash, you're bashing um, Doc Rivers, but like I could bash Frank Vogel all day long. That guy. Yeah, he's riding. He's riding coat. He's riding coattails. He's full Ty Lue right now. Okay, and then on but the other side, we've we got, can we we yeah. can preview the the Celtics and the Heat. Though, we do. We do have I the Eastern Conference Final. I think if I mean look. We're friends with a lot of Celtics fans. My roommates and you, Josh, are all big Celtics fans. Oh, I'm nervous. I, I know you're nervous. They don't seem to be nervous, but I think deep down they really are. They, come on. Those guys, they're like the two cockiest of the fans of all time. It was a gritty It was a gritty series against the Raptors, and I think that has to bode well for the Celtics. I think you guys are so talented. I guess, I don't dude, necessarily know. That's you. a gassing series. And the Heat have lost one game in the playoffs, and they <laughs> and are had, shooting like, lights. They are so deep. They're so like they have Iguodala's like their ninth man. Crowder's and like Jay their tenth Crowder's man. Crowder's playing out of his mind right now. It's too. a tenth man. Yeah, they just have so many different weapons that it's like. And I mean, Josh, you love Bam out of bio too. I have a, beast. Bam, I have a Bam. I have a boner for he's Bam. Gonna, he's probably gonna work Tice. No, Tice has been great. Tice has been great. I've been a big I'm fan of Tice. I'm just saying, I think Bam is going to work. Tice has been a great. No, I don't think so. I think Tice is going to stay in there. I think the big, I think the issue is the depth. I definitely think Bam is the best guy that he's seen so far. Oh, yeah. Whoa. whoa. What about Embiid? I, I feel like because of his other options and Bam's passing ability, that the trickier, the trickiest that it, thing that it he's becomes, seen, maybe. Be, well, because it becomes a lot more of Bam. Also, because Bam's a little bit smaller. Tice might Stevens might be inclined to switch, and Bam is just gonna he's gonna dominate in those other situations. But we will this utilize is not Pascal Siakam backing no. down Jalen Brown. Who Jalen Brown is a phenomenal defender. Dope. So I'm excited to see him. I imagine he'll get the bulk of the load on, on Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, he has to, um, which will be really interesting. I think Marcus Smart will probably be on Drogic. Drogic a lot, yeah. which is that's who you gotta you gotta lock him down because he's been he's been fantastic <sighs> for them. And you guys have some good defensive kind of. Mediators to 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 mitigate that all their different weapons. Rob but then, Will like, is a little sloppy. Who's guarding think Tyler Hero though? Exactly. You know? It's like what are we like? Who's running around with Duncan Robinson the whole game? Probably Tatum. I'm cool with that. I mean, Robinson's not like an uh, elite athlete, so Who it's not like on Jimmy. Uh, Jalen. Jalen will be Jaylen's on. Jimmy. Got to go on Jimmy. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not worried about Tatum. I'm not actually. I'm kind of into Tatum being on Robinson because he's a great shot blocker. He's as big as him. And Robinson's not going to blow the doors off athletically. That's he's, fine. He's, he's roaming. The heat. You know what? He's just a little pawn in their scheme anyway. He's a spacing tool. Yeah, I know. And He's I, the, a spacing tool that can go off for 20 points. If we had Hayward, I would feel way more confident. Which What's what's yeah, the up. timeline? What's the timeline on it's him It's kind of up back? in the air. Like, it's kind of mum. Okay. If we I, could get him for a game, like, tomorrow is going to be very telling. I've just talked it's myself. That's one of the better coaching uh, matchups you'll see in a while, too. That's true. Spol- I've talked myself into the heat being being my favorite for the series. I think you guys are just so talented. Like Tatum is still the best player probably on I the think, court. I think I think they're going to win too. I think I hate to, I really am pissed saying I think they're going to win. Yeah. It's going to be a great series either way, I think. If we win tomorrow though, that'll change my mind heavily. But as of right now, I think they're going to win. Miami's a slight underdog right now. They're plus 105. I think they've got What's, really the, like, what's the over Don't under? you know that they just love that? Yeah. Give them underdog status. That's oh, like the epitome I, I of I took Jimmy Miami. Lewis. I took Miami in every single game of the Bucks series. That's so money line. Really? Every game. That's epic. And they were underdogs in like four of them. 
Except the last one. Well, if anyone's been doing that with the Nuggets, right. they're feeling pretty good about themselves too. The right over now. under tomorrow is two ten. If it goes over, I'm not feeling good. If it goes under, feeling really good. Yeah, if you if it's a defense, if they can't shoot well, and you guys are your if it's if it's on, how about that? If it's under the two ten, I'm feeling fine. If it's over the two ten, not feeling that hot. Not feeling hot in a shootout against. We're at two and nine. Hey, it's <laughs> under Nick. <laughs> I By think, a point, yeah. Uh, so, so it's gonna be. Uh, look, I'm excited for these these, these playoffs. And I love. I was living in Texas for a little bit. Nick, maybe you could also speak to this. I did. The games are starting later. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Bring me back to 340. <laughs> you were living in Texas. You were there for like three days. I was there for eight days. That's not necessarily eight days? a stretch. Seven days. Seven years. You were there for not two living. weeks. Were you not? I was in Arizona for a, a oh, couple okay. days. I was there for eight days. Freaking world traveler over here, man. Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305. <laughs> Mr. 305. Is my nickname. It shouldn't be because you're a Celtics fan and you're playing the Heat. Good point. And he's a, he's a Heat guy. So Definitely one of the more underrated things about living in California is the ability to wake up and watch sports. Dope. Like waking up and football being on at 10 o'clock in the morning is awesome. And then in college, you know, sometimes it's at 9 a.m. And, not, and, and the game's and, not ending. You get, exactly. You yeah. get your Monday night football game ending at 10 o'clock rather than one in the morning. My Same boy, with Sunday night. You've got oh your five twenty game that ends at eight p.m. Hang, you, have, you yeah. can watch. You can watch your HBO right after. It's the perfect recipe. <laughs> exactly. For a fan of entertainment. Hang me twice with a tether rope. It's like <laughs> although HBO isn't really living up to their name these days. HBO Max. HBO Max. I hear. I hear they've got. I don't have HBO Max right now. So do I have to make a new purchase? I need Roku to step yeah. it the fuck up. Did we buy Red Zone by the way? Max. Was it pricey? It was what it was. <laughs> You have to the sacrifices we make. Um, we're gonna get talk baseball in the next episode, and we'll talk fantasy. We'll get back into fantasy blank and fantasy blank. It's gonna be a surprise, and then we'll also get in <laughs> back into, <laughs> and then we'll get back into Nick's betting advice. Nick, get ready for uh, Wednesday show. Oh, some, Thursday. Book, some bookie mats. Some bookie mats. We started off, Nick, you were so hot last year at the beginning. We kind of got tailed off. And then fortunately for, unfortunately for Toss, fortunately for bookie mats, his laptop got jacked. So we lost the graphic and failed at that one. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> now I'll get back into it. Um, but really fun show, guys. Uh, fans out there, drag both feet and bounce. We're on a full count. Rip that puck, hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they're free. And hit your free throws. Why? Because they're free. Because they're free. We out you. We love you. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.